Shall we begin? <laughs> Welcome, 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 everyone. This is another episode of um, Luncheon with Lisa. We come on every Thursday, 7 to 8, live on Facebook and YouTube. Um, but I did want to mention that um, this is actually our last show of the month um, because of the holidays. So this is the last show on Thursday because next Thursday, of course, is Thanksgiving. Um, so in it, in addition to that, I want to just say everybody have a wonderful holiday um, because it's going to be a different Thanksgiving for many this year. But we're going to look at the bright side of things. So why not have some wonderful women who are uh, walking in excellence kind of lead you into the holidays? So plus they have something else that's going on this weekend that they're going to lead you into. And I'm going to let um, the visionary share a little bit about that. But before we get started... I wanted to, I usually have like a um, just because moment. Um, and it's a moment when I kind of take out time to share somebody's product or something they're doing or an event just randomly. Um, you know, just a little joke, no checks in the mail. Nobody's paying me for anything, but I just love to shout people out. So I wanted to give you all a heads up that um, Sharon Parker, if you don't know her, you can look her up on Facebook. She has an event coming up. Um, December 14th, um, and it's the Rosa's 8th Annual Leading Within Conference. Um, so she will be joining Luncheon with Lisa um, in December again, just to um, get everybody ready and register for her conference. But I wanted to shout her out. Um, you can register today at lwconference2020 at eventbrite.com. But she, um, the name of her program or her conference is Reclaiming Your legacy the theme this year is the power of your story so please reach out to sharon um she has a wonderful conference if you're interested in history and where we come from and how to learn more about you know just the legacy um your legacy everyone's like our legacy um sharon is putting on this wonderful conference so please reach out to her so that's my little just because moment but i want to now go into introducing um the visionary for this project that we, it's a book project, but it's actually not just a book project. It's a lot more than that. So I want to start off by introducing the visionary and then I'm going to have her kind of um, share the co contributing writers and she's going to co-host a little bit with me because she knows them better than I do. Um, and she could probably say it better. So first I wanna introduce you to Dr. Tashika Green. Um, to Dr. Tashika L. Green is a transformational servant leader who leads with the heart of a servant, but the mind of a leader. She views leadership not as a job or career, but a calling with a greater purpose. Dr. Green has over 18 years of experience as an educator. She is an inspirational speaker, influ influential coach, eight time author, entrepreneur, philanthropist, talk show host, and founder, president, and chief executive officer of To Everything There Is A Season. So incorporated. So you all know that she's pretty busy. Um, so thank you so much, Tashika, for giving us this hour because I know it is taking time out of your busy day. Um, the Deborah C. Author Bulgin Business and Leadership Development Institute, To Everything There Is A Season Publishing, 
Um, and the Deborah C. Offer, offer Bolden Memorial Foundation, Women of Virtue Walking in Excellent Awards, signature by William Green, and I Am a QT, Queen in Training, are some of the works of Tashika Green. She serves with a focus to support individuals and organizations in identifying the gifts and talents within themselves and providing them with the system structures and resources to fulfill their purpose which is one of the reasons why you all better be in this in this room right now um, and sharing this. So I wanted to introduce you. She's going to share a little bit more about what she's doing and why we're all here. Um, but welcome, Dr. Tashika and all of the ladies. Um, and I'm excited to get to know you all better. So welcome to Lunch with Lisa. Thank you, Lisa. We are so glad to be here today. And thank you so much for sharing your um, platform with us today. We appreciate you. Absolutely. So tell us a little bit about, and we'll get into what's happening this weekend, because when Tashika does it, she does it big. So it's not just today. And I know a lot of you women have been doing some um, interviews um, really all over, um, which is extraordinary because people are getting to know what walking in excellence is all about. So I'm happy to be a part of that um, and sharing, you know, how you all walk in excellence and teach us a few things. We need to know this is a lesson that everybody should be taking. Um, men, women, everybody. So Tashika, tell us a little bit about this project and how it got started and you know where you all are going. Thank you, Lisa. So the project um, got started two years ago in particular with the, um, the book anthology, Women of Virtue Walking in Excellence. However, the work started um, almost six years ago um, in 2014. So um, my mother passed away in 2010 with stage four stomach cancer. She was 53 years old. She was diagnosed in 30 days from her onset, she had passed away. Wow. And she was 53, she had never been sick, um, didn't have any like symptoms that really you know, were prevalent at the time. Uh, went to the doctors for an ulcer, um, come to find out it was a bleeding ulcer, and then to come to find out the ulcer was cancerous. And so I always tell people my mother did not die from cancer, but she died from the things that brought on the cancer. Mm. And so that being said, I really encourage, you know, women to really love themselves and take care of themselves and, you know, build themselves up and to step back and understand that no is a complete sentence and that everybody cannot have your yes. And so with that being said, um, I wanted to honor my mother's legacy. And I and I heard you say, and I salute um, Sharon Parker because she has a phenomenal event. Um, and so um, her um, event that's coming up about legacy, but I wanted to honor my mom's legacy. And I always say legacy is not what you accomplish, but it's what you have prepared others to do. Mm -hmm. And I recall the last words my mother said to me were, did I do a good job? And I mm -hmm. said, what do you mean? Did you do a good job? She said, did I do a good job in raising you? And I told her you did better than a good job. You did a great job. And so with that being said, she began to just speak to me and in me and pass that mantle that she had of loving others, serving others, helping, being the resource, you know, pushing people to purpose and things of that nature. And so with that being said, I wanted to carry on what my mother has taught me so that I could be, as I stated, a servant leader to others and to just give and love and just help as much as I can. And so that birth, um, the Depercy Offer Bulgin, um, Women of Virtue Walking in Excellence, a memorial um, foundation in which we give a student a, a monetary donation for school. And I will be announcing her 
um, uh, shortly. She's going to be announced tomorrow. Okay. Um, I'm excited about that and also the anthology. So that's why we're here today. I said my mother had to die so that I could live. She turned my ordinary into extraordinary. And this is actually, this is this the second year? This is the second year for the anthology, but the sixth year for our event. Okay, this yeah. is exciting. I'm excited to be there. I will definitely be there. I think what you're doing is extraordinary. You've been on the show before and we talked about education and you just, you have been a light um, since the beginning, especially in the middle of this COVID when you came on and talked about education. And this yeah. is just to me furthering that. I wanted to actually, um, as you introduced um, some of the contributing writers, one of the first things I wanted to ask you about, because I know the book is about women, um, women of virtue walking in excellence. So one of the first questions I wanted to ask everybody as you introduce them is what virtue do you want more in your life, more of in your life? I know you mentioned character and courage and wisdom. Um, and I think there's another one you mentioned, but in addition to those, what virtue do you want more of in your life? Because I know every time we and you all are already walking in excellence, but it's, you know, when, when women are walking in excellence, the strong part about that is that they're wanting to do more. Um, so, you know, I got courage, but I got other things too. So you don't want somebody to just rely on one part of it. You know, it's a whole big picture. So I wanted everybody to kind of share in that, but, and also introduce everybody to us. Sure, sure. So I'll introduce everybody and they can um, answer your question. And so um, I'll just do go around this, how I'm seeing them on the screen. Okay. So I'll go to the top first and um, introduce you, Dr. Essie McCoy. Um, I'm grateful to Dr. Essie McCoy. I met her in a, a network group that we were a part of. And immediately, you know, we um, clicked because we were educators and not only just educators, but we were leaders in education. And so with that being said, Dr. Essie, this is her second year in the book. So this is uh, volume number two. Dr. Essie was in volume number one. She's in volume number two. And um, I'm grateful um, that she, you know, believed in the vision and um, planted her seed in good soil. So I'm thankful for that. And she's She's just—I don't even know how to just say it. The Epstein file is longer than mine. I'm just saying. <laughs> I gave you the short version, but she is a businesswoman, an entrepreneur, an educator, a fabulous mom. And so I introduced Dr. Essie. Um, next in the corner, I have um, Tabika Garns. Actually, this is the first time um, Tabika was in the book, and um, I love Tabika because she had questions, and I like people that have questions. I always say, take an inquiry stance before you jump into something ask those questions so that you can Absolutely. get the answers that you need. And so through her inquisitiveness, um, God led her to write in the book. So I'm thankful for her. Um, next, we have Kenyatta Powers Rucker, and I celebrate her because she is truly a virtuous woman and she just got married. So we're still celebrating. Congratulations. Her. Congratulations. <laughs> and um, again, I met um, Kenyatta through um, a network group that I was in. And um, she, um, you know, talked about how much she was into science, technology, engineering, math. And, you know, those are the type of things that pique my ear. Like, I'm ready to go. <laughs> we start talking about things in education, right? And so we just connected and I shared some things with her about um, a, a vision that I have um, and things of that nature of her working alongside of me with that. And then when she saw the announcement for the book project, she reached out 
And here she is today. And she's a great woman. She's going to tell you all about herself because she is not just a woman in, uh, in, in um, virtue, but she's also a her story. She's a history maker. She has made some marks in history. And so we're going to let her tell her about herself. And then definitely last but not least, and let me tell you, she is the cheerleader of the group. She is the supporter <laughs> of the group. If nobody else show up, this one will show up. Let me tell you. And I am so grateful for her. Yes. Um, Sheila Gibson, another entrepreneur, coach, consultant. She does fabulous things, especially now um, in the time that we're in, the work that she is doing is needed. Um, and so I'll let her tell you about what she does. And she's um, she's a first time contributing author to the book as well. And I met her when I was hosting another um, book launch. And so okay. when I hosted another book launch, um, I met um, Sheila and she reached out and here she is today. And we've connected on so many levels. Um, her granddaughter participated in my summer virtual camp and she's like, you know, when are you going to have another one? And I'm like, Sheila, I need a break. <laughs> <laughs> I love it for her and everybody that's here today. And I'm very appreciative to them. So I introduce to you the wonderful ladies of the Women of Virtue Walking in Excellence. Yes. So I'm going to go in the same order and with the question, and I'll repeat the question. But along with that, just share with me a little bit about yourself and also share what attracted you to this project, why you wanted to be a part of this project. So let's start with Dr. Essie McCord. Can you hear me? I think we'll we'll go to to. Good evening to everyone. Oh, good. And I do apologize, but I am having a serious issue on. Thank you. Good evening. I think we lost you, but we had, can, can you hear us? Good evening. Can you hear me? Yes, yeah, a little delayed. We're missing a few words, but. Good evening once again. To apologize. I am having a serious. So if there's a, let me know. Everything that. I think we're missing. Um, yeah, we're we're missing a lot of what you're saying. Do you think it might be easier to go out and come back in? Maybe that'll clear it up. Yeah, I'm gonna text her and let her know. Okay. So what we'll do is we'll move on down and we'll come back to Dr. Essie. Um, so and and make sure I pronounce your name right because I don't like to mess up names. When people mess up my last name. As simple as my maiden name was, they mess it up all the time. So I want to say your first name right. And it's say it for me. Tabika. Tabika. Okay. Yeah. Because I'm wanting to pronounce the T-A-I and I'm like, okay, Tabika. I got it. Um, because yes. believe it or not, my maiden name is Dove, and mm -hmm. I heard Dove so many times, and I'm like, when do you say Dove? Never. Wow. Um, wow. <laughs> but, but people will tear up a name, so I like to make sure I'm doing it right. But welcome to Lunch with Lisa, and tell us a little bit about yourself, and then the question of um, what attracted you to the project, and then what virtue you, do you want more of in your life? So um, thank you for having me um, this evening. 
And um, I'm a certified pharmacy technician and I've been one since like 94, um, working with people, serving people. Um, that's what I like to do is to serve. And so when I came, someone shared this with me, this anthology with me, they had participated in the first one. And mm -hmm. um, I looked at it and I was like, okay, am I really gonna have time to do this? Cause you know, I didn't wanna start something if I couldn't finish it. And I wanted to do it, you know, in excellence. So um, I, I thought about it a couple of days and then I um, filled out the application and I spoke with Dr. Tashika and the conversation, you know, that we had, it felt like I knew her already. Like that was my first time speaking to her, but just her, her the warmness of her voice. And it, it was, she was, she's very inviting um, as a person. And so I was like, okay, um, I'm very comfortable, you know, even in speaking with her, I am very comfortable. So I'm gonna go ahead, I'm gonna, you know, um, make time for this. So I made time for it. And, you know, I just want to um, thank God because, you know, God does things in ways that we never understand. And so, you know, just the reason that person told me about it and then I decided to go forth with it. And now, you know, the, uh, the different doors that are open on, you know, on my behalf because of it. And sometimes God will take us out of our comfort zones because he has so much that he wants us to do. But if he doesn't push us some, you know, a little bit or make us uncomfortable, we'll stay in a place where he's trying to move us out of. So uh, he helps us, you know, not miss our opportunity, our opportunities, our blessings, you know, everything that he has for us. So I just want to give him praise for choosing me. Absolutely. Absolutely. So what what is one of those virtues that you want more of in your life? Uh, wisdom. Wisdom, 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 yes, um, yes. <laughs> because in every in every relationship, in every situation, on our jobs, um, in ministry, and in, in in anything, we need to have wisdom because we need to know that we're saying the right thing, that we're mm -hmm. making the right choices. Um, so wisdom is very very important to me, and it's it 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 you know how can I how can I put it when it comes from, because sometimes we as humans have our own, we think we have our own wisdom, but when mm -hmm. we allow God to work on our behalf and we walk in his wisdom, um, then everything just comes into alignment. So I would absolutely. say wisdom. For me. Absolutely. And I absolutely agree. That's one of, I'll take them all, but yeah, wis wisdom, especially because you, you need to know, you know, knowledge is, is key. Um, thank you so much for joining us. We'll show, we'll show a circle back around. More questions. I'm enjoying this so far. Kenyatta, I wanted to come to you um, and share with us a little bit about who you are and what attracted you to this project and then what virtue you want more of. So good evening. Good evening, everyone. Thank you so much for having me. I am so appreciative to be here and be a part of this podcast tonight. Um, I am um, I work in uh, state government, Maryland state government. I've been in IT for the last 20 years, um, and I am currently the Chief Information Officer for the Department of Human Services, mm -hmm. and that is managing um, IT systems for the uh, Social Services Office for the State of Maryland. Um, I am also a mentor and a speaker. I'm a huge advocate for young ladies and our underrepresented youth. 
in um, IT to and encourage them into um, IT fields. Um, and it is in, in important to me to um, to mentor to them to so to understand um, and get to see someone in a position that they may have been interested in to someone that may look like them to be mm -hmm. in a higher position. Um, why I'm interested in this in this project? Oh my goodness! So I have been following Dr. Tashika for quite a while, um, and I finally got a chance to meet her at a networking event. Um, uh, almost about a year ago, um, this was sort of kind of right in when the first gala, the first book was coming out. And um, when I really got a chance to, to meet her in person and she was hosting an event and then I saw um, a lot of her other projects that she was working on. I'm like, she is someone I really want to get to know. So and when I saw this come up where she was leading, I'm like, yeah, so this is this is a perfect assignment <laughs> for me. So when I saw that, I'm like, because I'm, I'm a first time author. So I've okay. never done this before. And this is something that I've always wanted to do. And I've been encouraged by so many people to tell your story. Um, so it is wanted to just get my foot in the door. And I felt that this was a perfect opportunity, especially to work with a woman of God that can help guide us through this entire process. Wonderful. And what is the virtue that you want more of? I'm going to say strength. Um, strength and dealing with some of the things that come our way and thanking God for the strength that he is able to give to get through some of these situations. Um, being in IT um, as an African-American female has not been easy. And um, I thank God for the strength and the wisdom that he has given me to um, continue on this path and to encourage others to do the same. Yeah, and I wanted to thank you for the IT be, being a black female in the IT um, world is is yeah I'm sure full of challenges um, and I like to see I love seeing it um, and the fact that you are actually mentoring other people to you know other young people to go into that field is is wonderful because I know sometimes you know children get discouraged mm. especially with that field even me being in the you know being in the government for years and dipping into that area. Um, it was a little intimidating. Um, yeah, so it was like exciting, but at the same time, it's like you have to be ready because the competition is humongous. Yes. Um, so that is a big challenge that you have on. And thank you so much for doing that because our youth need it. Um, and welcome to Luncheon with Lisa. So I'm going to move on to Sheila and then Dr. Essie, we're going to bring you back in. Um, but Sheila, tell us a little bit about you and tell us um, what attracted you to this project in your the virtual you want more. So, um, good evening, everyone. Thank you for inviting me on your show. Um, I am Sheila Gibson. I am a retired federal government employee for over 33 years. Um, my background is paralegal, but an administrator. I served for the Pentagon for over 17 years uh, as an office manager. So I managed over 20-something people. Um, I came um, so by... by, by I've been writing, but I never was involved in a book um, anthology before. Uh, I was an author, co-author on a book last year. And so um, that's how I met Dr. Kashika. And after me and her connected, and when she was bringing this project up, I was um, I was very glad to you know go before God and pray about it and knew that this was a place where God wanted me to be. Um, one of the things with me, 
I love people. I love to talk. Mm -hmm. I love to, I'm a great communicator, organizer, anything that I can put my mind to do. I can, if I can do it, someone else can do it as well. I, um, one of the persons where I know that God had a calling on my life from an early age. And I think all he needed from me was my yes. So mm -hmm. one of the things I would love to have more from God is more discernment and, and letting God know that he can trust me to move forward. Anything that he puts my hand to do, I'm willing to do to say yes. Absolutely. And discernment, yeah, that's that's one of my things. Um, I pray for discernment probably daily. And I double up on it sometimes because, you know, sometimes things kind of sneak around you. So I'm like, OK, let me do an extra one for some discernment because you definitely need that. So thank you so much for joining the show. And Dr. Essie, welcome back to us. And I wanted to ask you, tell us a little bit about you um, and then tell us what attracted you to the book. Because I do notice that some of the um, contributing writers were on the first project. So Tashika, that has to be... Um, really make you smile that people wanted to even return to do a second volume. That's a huge compliment. Um, so tell us a little bit about that and then we'll get into what virtue you want more of. Thank you once again for being so patient with me. I think I was having the next problem. So hopefully that is resolved. Um, I am Dr. Lee McCoy and I can tell you I have retired field of education after spending 30 years in the state of North Carolina, um, pre-K through college. I've taught at the university level um, in North Carolina and then transitioned here in 2018 to George May University. Um, decided to um, open my own educational consulting company. So I do speaking engagements, author, I was in the first book with Dr. Green, and I feel so fortunate and so blessed to have been a part of that project. And I was on her show not too long ago, um, a few days ago, actually. And I said, you know, everything you touch, it turns to gold. And definitely, I want to be a part of a godly um, project and a God-fearing woman. Um, who has a platform. And I just enjoy sharing. I enjoy writing and I enjoy um, sharing. In this particular chapter, I wrote about motherhood lessons. Um, normally, because my extensive career has spanned from pre-K through college, I normally write about educational topics. And I did blend a little bit of education in it because of my two kids. I really talked about motherhood and gave some very important lessons and tips for mothers um, and mothers-to-be. Um, so the platform with Dr. Green will be able to enlighten others, and I will be continue to share with others as well. Wonderful. So what virtue do you would you like more of? Well, you know, I'm like um, Kenyatta, um, strength and also honor. And I actually started my chapter with those two um, virtues. And so definitely those are the two that I really want people to walk away with and um, continue to just use the information in order to um, gain something that will impact them in a positive way. I love it. So, um, Dr. Shashika, I wanted to ask you, I know we, we heard something about you and everything, but we want to know what virtue you want more of. So, I, I always want more wisdom. Um, in Proverbs 31, it says that when she opens her mouth, wisdom and faithful instruction is on her tongue. I always want more wisdom. I say wisdom keeps you because, it, you know, it gives you what you need to maintain you, to sustain you 
to walk in the way you're supposed to so that you're not making choices that are not aligned with God. And, you know, even in, in, in the Bible, James 3 talks about two types of wisdom. And so there's the one type that comes from heaven, you know, and then there's one type that comes from the earth. And the one that comes from the earth talks about being bitter and being selfish and things in that manner. And I never want to come off that way. I, everything I do in my deed and my actions, I want to do it in humility. I want to do it and represent, you know, God. I want to do it for others. And so that's what I pray for each and every day is more. Well, and wisdom, I, and then to speak wisdom. to some of the things that they said in regards to why they chose to do the project with you. Um, I saw those same things in Tashika when I first met her. Um, and it was just at, a, at different conferences. We've um, been in the same room um, and just love her energy. Um, you Every time she speaks, you just learn something new. Um, so I, I, I absolutely love being in a room with her because she, she is, she's always pouring into you. I think that's the education, the teacher in her. Um, and I love being around people who are always teaching, even when they don't mean to be. Um, some people just have that on them that as soon as they start talking, they're teaching you something, um, whether it be big or small. And all of you ladies fit right into that, um, the same kind of energy. So, I mean, it can't be anything but power in this book. So I wanted to um, see if you all could tell me a little bit. I think Dr. Essie shared a little bit about her chapter, um, but I wanted to go back around and, and talk about your particular chapter and what you wanted to bring to this project, what you want people to know when they read your your chapter. So let's start back up at the top. We're going to go around again. we got a real good circle going here. So Tabika. Yes. Um, my chapter is the wise words of a woman. Um, and it came from Proverbs 31 and 26, the same um, verse that Dr. Tashika mentioned. She opens her mouth with wisdom and on her tongue is the law of kindness. And um, I am one that loves sisterhood. Um, I love to see women getting along, um, helping one another, serving one another, supporting one another. And it breaks my heart um, to see, you know, the different things that go on, um, like on social media and um, on TV of how, you know, we see women just beating each other down with their words and fighting and just the jealousy and envy that goes on and um, just wanting to see, wanting people to see the other side that sisterhood is real, even with a group of women that you don't know. And um, even with these women that are on here now, you know, I've never physically met them, but because we are supporting one another in this anthology, you know, we're supporting one another. And so there is sisterhood even in this. And so, you know, that's my passion is just to see, you know, um, people getting along. And my chapter uh, speaks about our words, you know, how our words can kill somebody's spirit. It can cause somebody to be depressed. Um, and not believe in themselves and hate themselves and everything. So we have to pay attention to the words that come out of our mouths. We have to take the time to think about what we want to say before we say it, because people are already broken from their childhood. And so, you know, you could say one thing and it could remind them of something that happened, you know, in their past and it could take them to a dark place. Mm -hmm. And so I never want to be a person that hurts people, you know, with their words and take them into that dark place that they're trying to come out of. So, yes, that's what my, so um, we actually, my chat. We actually share the same message to, to Shika knows I have a book called The Power Shut Up. 
Um, and because words are everything um, and we hold on to them for dear life sometimes. So um, I agree with you and sisterhood. I mean, we have to be careful on how we're talking to not just other people, but like you said, ourselves, um, because believe it or not, we're the first people that hear what we say, whether it comes out of our mouth or it's in our head. We're hearing it first. So we need to be careful with that. Um, so I absolutely agree. Um, powerful message. Um, Kenyatta, share with us a little bit about your chapter. Uh, my chapter is called, I'm pushed into my purpose. Um, pushed into my purpose. Um, that really goes into um, the strength mm -hmm. in which we talked about earlier and being pushed into um, doing something that you feel is the right thing to do. Um, it also talks about the struggles of going through and realizing that some of those struggles, those major struggles and needing the strength to get through those struggles. So identify um, some of those struggles are and how I got through, how I was over to able overcome, how I was able to not go around them and mm -hmm. under them, but get through them in order to get what God had for me. So it was pretty um and trying to get into um, this career, um, I had definitely faced a lot of those those struggles, and um, I, I really felt it was important to share um, what some of them may be, and then so what what are those things that I had to go through to even get through it. Wow. So, and you are a first time author, correct? Yes, ma'am. So I'm just <laughs> going to throw that in there because it's always a wonderful feeling, scary too sometimes, but so yes. tell me a little bit real quick about your experience as a first time author. Well, I, it was um, because I've always been writing. I've been okay. writing in a journal for years. I mean, since high school. Um, and so that was one of the things I'm thinking of, okay, so I have this journal. There's some things that I probably can share a lot of from this journal, um, but I like to write and I write, I write constantly. So when I'm thinking of what should I say, or what part of this journey should I actually share in this first time of actually getting out there, what should that be? Um, and so it, I, I kind of struggled with what I, I should actually be about because there's so many things I really wanted to say. So I know that that's why I know other things are coming in, in the future. Um, uh -huh. So, but it was it was it was rewarding and a little scary at the same time. And then when I finished, I'm like, I'm, I'm expecting the editor to come back with all these red marks and lines <laughs> and to change this and this is not right and go back. And but it turned out pretty good. I was wonderful. With <laughs> and I forgot to ask to be good. Did you was it are you a first time author or have you authored another book before? Um yes, I've authored um another book before in 2014. It's called Release from My Past and Birthed into My Destiny. And it's like an autobiography of my past and how God set me free. Wonderful. Um and, and I will say that it's almost like every time you you know birth a book, it's almost like the first time. Um, you get the same feeling. So welcome to the author world for those who are first timers. And I'll check and see if anybody else is a first timer. So Sheila, let's um, talk with you a little bit about your chapter. You're on mute, Sheila. <laughs> Oh, 
I'll text her to Lisa. <laughs> you know what? Look, I, and this is on a little joke time, but I have, I purchased, I found this cute little mug, but I have this little mug that lets you know that you're on me. <laughs> so sometimes people are not looking, it's like, I can do um, But Sheila, as soon as you get that off, just hop right in there. Um, I did want to mention before we go back to... Um, Dr. Tashika, um, Dr. Essie shared a little bit about your chapter, but um, how, you said you've been an author before. So, but most of your books you said were edu more educational. So, how was this as something that's kind of a different read? Well, you're exactly right. Um, I do want to go back to my first book. When I retired in 2018 from North Carolina and transitioned to the DMV and started working at George Mason, it gave me an opportunity to write more and more and really to take my life experiences and my journey in the field of education and really share it with others and give them some practical tips. So my first book was The Heart of School Transformation, My Journey into Transforming Urban Schools. So I was a school administrator for 20 of my 30 years and actually served um, principal, executive director, and then once again, um, college professor in North Carolina and also here at George Mason. And so I had an opportunity to write other books, Leadership Tidbits. Um, I was in the first and the second book. Also with Dr. Green, um, Coaching Champions. Um, I was a part of that project as well and definitely continued to write more and more books. So probably about 13 to 14 books in terms of being a contributing author. And I just love to write and I love to share. And my, um, actually my title um, of my chapter is Motherhood Lessons as I have shared before. And I just really talk about my journey um, sharing personal experiences with my own son and my daughter. And then hopefully those lessons will be transferred to someone who is a mother and may need some strategies and tips. And also those women desire to be mothers. And so it's very explicit in terms of those lessons that I do share. Wow. Well, and I like the range. I mean, there, there are people who are new and then people who are very seasoned in writing um and you all can actually work with each other um as a team that's always a plus with collaborations you actually develop your own little sisterhood um where you can feed into each other and help each other through i think sheila she's still working on trying to get in um so real quick dr tashika while we're waiting on sheila to see if she's um can come in okay i wanted to ask you um so how was and and it may be the same but how was this volume um, different? What are the, maybe some of the differences from the first volume to this volume? So some of the differences, um, you know, one thing I say, you always learn how to assess what you do and adjust what you do. And so one thing that we did, uh, why um, Kiata did not have a whole lot of red marks in her book. <laughs> I did each month with the um, contributing authors, in particular, um, those that needed the support and the coaching around their chapters and things of that nature. So we did do that. That was very different and it was helpful as well. Um, mm -hmm. Also, um, you know, the, the first book when um, it was written, um, they shared their story. But this book, they actually share their stories through the lens of one of the um, the uh, verses in Proverbs 31, 10 through 31. So they were to particularly, okay. particularly select a verse and tell their story through the lens of that work. So that was wow. We have, yeah, we have a, a range of stories, you know, coming from, you know, ex, you know, like the, the motherhood and mm -hmm. you know, the aspect of, you know, being pushed to purpose and just some of the things that they 
you know, learn. We have one story that talks about, um, you know, uh, women of the, the past that has, you know, built and that we have stand, we stand on their shoulders today. And it's so, again, so relevant because now we're walking in a day where we have the first woman of color as Absolutely. our president. And so, you know, when I look at the title of the book and I think about it, I'm like, you know what, this is not a movement. This is who we are. And yes. if we begin to acknowledge who we are and walk in, you know, who we were designed and called to be, we could be so much more and we need to stop settling. I always say when you settle, you kind of just deactivate your faith and say, God can't do anymore and you limit mm. yourself. So we don't want to settle. We want to do everything that we can do and go, go, go. I know you heard you say in the beginning, I'm busy and I never use the word busy. I always use the word purposeful because everything that you do has to be done with purpose and intention. And so if I'm just busy, then I'm, you know, you get exhausted and you're unproductive and things of that nature, you know, everything is purposeful. And so I'm just, again, grateful to volume two. I'm looking forward to the many more volumes to come and more people um, joining us as we do this work and continue to carry it out. And again, um, I, I, I thank each of these ladies because you know, you like I said, you don't give everybody your yes, and you don't trust everybody with your yes. But I'm glad that they could see um, the vision and that they trusted me with their yes, and also being first time authors. And I did forget, Dr. S, we did the book together. We did an education book together called Coaching Champions How to Understand the Players Before Giving a Place. And it's really, you know, education, but it also had a, a business leader in it too. And just okay. really aspect about, you know, how to know the people you're coaching before you give the plays and in, in, in the different directions of where they should go and building those relationships with them. And we talked about um, a purpose mindset versus a career mindset. So thank you, Dr. S.E.S. I forgot all about that. <laughs> and actually I learned something because, and I got to work on busy because I think a lot of times I am being busy because um, I'm exhausted and I'm tired. Um, mm -hmm. But I had you gave me something to move towards so that I can label it differently. Um, but I'll be able to label it differently when I move a little differently. So, um, cause yeah, right now, sometimes I'm busy and I'm like, I'm really tired, but I keep pushing. So, um, yeah, that's, that's see, like what I said, you know, you, you learn and you talk to people and you hear them talk and then you learn something and take it home with you and, and apply it. Um, and that's when you've had a good time <laughs> to me, that's a good time. So Thank Sheila, you. are we able to you, were you able to come back in? Can, can you hear us? No problem. So tell us a little bit about your chapter. So my chapter is called Destiny No Matter the Cause. And um, mine's talked a little bit about um, pretty much where I came from. I'm giving homage to uh, my grandmother, my mom, uh, you know, my grandmother was a sharecropper. And I'm talking to all women of color because they came before we got here. And there's no way we could talk about where we are now and not let's talk about where we came from. And so I give a little bit about what happened, what things that happened and things that transpired in my life, relationship-wise and different things and circumstances and how God brought me through them. But not only that, how to become an overcome, overcome, because you can't really talk about anything if you haven't been through anything. And um, just having gratitude and being grateful, um, just knowing that, 
we stood on arms of other people to get to where we are. And we have to be grateful from where we came from. No, it wasn't easy. No, everything that wasn't given to us, things that happened to us was not fair. But guess what? In God, nothing, you know, he shows us the things that he had to go through. So I, I, I'm so grateful to be a part of this book project because it came at a good time. I was reluctant at first to do it. But, you know, I know that all things, when God sent uh, one of his beautiful angels as Dr. Sashika Green, they came along. And after I heard her at a book anthology that was last year, I mean, it was, you know, this was just a perfect opportunity to continue to talk about things that, you know, the Lord wanted us to share with other women and other people to bring them through to let them know that you're not the first one, but there are other people just like you and they can share their stories and tell you, you know, how they got over, how they came through the process successfully. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, this just sounds like a powerful piece. Um, and I'm looking forward to, I've, I've definitely already placed my order. Um, so I am looking forward to getting the book. I actually went out um, and I had the, actually I had the first volume. So I'm just adding to my collection um, and I am looking forward to reading all of your chapters. But I wanted to ask you something. A lot of times when and, and before we get into this question and I go back around, I did want to. Um, Cherie was reminding me that we're going to take a quick commercial break. So we're going to take a commercial break and then I'm going to come right back. So just one minute. Hold on. Welcome back. Okay, I had a question for you all. So a lot of times when you're writing in collaboration books, you're writing about what you know, what you've done, um, what you've experienced, that kind of thing. But if you, each of you could share with me um, kind of what you've learned through doing your chapter um, that has moved you forward, um, something maybe you didn't realize when you started this process. Because uh, I've noticed that a lot of times when I've written a piece, you know, in a project on my own, I actually come out learning something about me or about life or whatever it is. So can you share with me a little bit about what you might have learned through this process? And Tabika, we'll start with you. You want me to go? Yes. Okay. Yes. So what, what I've learned is um, I've always had this thing where I would write and then um, wouldn't do anything with it because I would look at somebody else's stuff and say, Oh, mine's not that not that good. So I'm I'm not gonna do anything with it. And even when I would go back and read the things that I have written, I would say to myself, did I write this or did this come from someone else? But it was truly <laughs> me that wrote it. And during this during this process, um it, it there was a confidence um that was deposited from writing in this book. Um, like I said from the beginning, meeting Dr. Sashika via phone, there was um, there was it was a piece, a piece there. It was love there, even though she didn't know me. And so even so, when I started writing, I don't know, it wasn't one of those things where it was like I got stuck, or I was procrastinating, or all mm -hmm. those other things that come with writing. Sometimes it was just a flow, and it was just peace there. So um, that's I know that God chose me for this, this this season. The time is such as this. So, yes. 
Love it. Love it. Kenyatta, share with us. What have you learned through this experience? Um, I learned that uh, I, I can do this. Um, I learned that um, I, I, I have put myself in, and even though going through a lot of these different things, I put myself in a box. And um, it was, and, and that box was my comfort zone. And so I learned I had to get stretch myself and get out of that comfort zone. And although um, I had been really journaling for it for years and really have been thinking about it, I was scared to do it. Um, I wasn't sure how to do it. And um, so, you know, start asking God if this mm -hmm. is when I saw this assignment, um, um, it, it was can I do this or should I do this? I really want to do this, but I don't know if I can do this. So I was really proud of myself, especially um, that <laughs> I didn't get too many red marks and um, to, <laughs> that I actually can can do this. And and it just kind of opened the door for me for other for other assignments um, to come. So I, I, it, it, it opened um, I guess it just really tremendously opened my eyes to a lot of different things. And I'm just grateful, very grateful. Well, and I, I have the same fear of the red pen, to be honest with you. Um, <laughs> the editing part was the scariest part for me, but it was the most rewarding. I actually learned that the editing is a huge part of the process. And it's mm -hmm. kind of like, and I called it on another um program I was on, I said it was kind of the metamorphosis of a book. It's like that's when you kind of give it everything you have, you pass it over, and when it comes out, it's just like a wonderful butterfly because <laughs> they have done all of their magic and and I'm I accept it. I think initially I didn't accept the editing. <laughs> it was like this is no longer mine. But I, after about 45 minutes, I think I was good. But it took me a minute. It's scary, you know, because yeah. you're thinking you know what you're doing, and then when you, you know give it away, they're like, well, oh, it's a little tippy in there. So I feel you on that. So Sheila, um, share with us something that you maybe have learned through the process of doing this chapter in this book um, that you didn't know or feel before you started. Well, I think, um, I'm not going to say I knew, but I knew that there was something in me to be able to do more. Um, I knew that um, there was, it was spoken into my life a long time ago that God was going to give me a platform. I didn't know what type of platform. Um, so when this project came along, um, I had already just come off another book collaboration. Um, I'm on another one as I speak, and I'm also writing my own. So I just, once I poured into this, it seemed like the Lord just opened up another avenue for me to go into something else. So I've been doing multiple projects um, as we speak now, and I like it. I really do. I like it because um, writing was something that I have been doing for a very long time. I do a lot of legal documents. I also wrote a lot of things for churches, bylaws, different things. So I knew there was some writing, but I didn't know it was going to be for me. I thought mm. I was going to be like a person on a talk show telling my story and talking because that's what I always picture myself <laughs> doing. Somebody famous doing a talk show host or something. But it's, it's okay. God gave me this the right. I'll take it. I'm happy about it because I thought I would have never thought I would be on a platform with so many awesome women of God, smart, talented, gifted, called by God. We're not the only ones. And that's the blessing. The Lord letting us see in this time that we're not all by ourselves. We have sisters that look like us. We have dynamic, awesome women. 
first time women, women that God had already been working on doing things in the trenches that they never got their platform. The Lord is opening up doors for us right now. And I'm just so grateful to be a part. I really am. And I think for me, gratitude moving forward. The battle is never going to be lost. God has already won the battle. We're just going through the process. And I just thank him for that. Every time I think about something, I'm just so grateful. I love people. I love my family. Um, I'm just a people person. So there, I think with me and my personality, I just always look at the outlook positive. Even if I don't feel it, I know that it's something good going to come of it. So I love being an encourager. You know, and it's not even about trying to get ahead of anyone. We're all running the same race to get to the same mm -hmm. finish line. And I think that's what we all have to understand. Our paths may be different. Someone's may be a little greater. Don't mean that God don't love you no different. It's just that your path right. is not going to be that person's path. Your story is not going to be their story. But guess what? Somebody went through something just like what you went through, and they do want to hear about it. And that's the blessing Absolutely. of the Lord. Absolutely. Somebody needs what you have to give is what I believe. So, um, and it's somebody different for everybody. I always tell people, even my, you know, kids, I remind them that when the sun shines, it shines on all of us and we just grow differently in it. So there's no need for competition. <laughs> um, so, um, I, I love it. I, um, so Dr. Essie, um, share with us a little bit about what you've learned through this process. Cause I mean, really when you write any kind of book or project, you're on a project, um, I think you gain something from everything you touch. So, you know, what was your gain? You're exactly right, Lisa. And I shared previously, I have written many books and, um, it has always been about education. So this time I opportunity to write about something that was really the greatest blessing and the greatest mm -hmm. gift, and that is motherhood. Um, you can imagine going from education and then all of a sudden talking about motherhood. And along the way, I would share with my kids because I touched the lives of so many other kids. And I recall my daughter used to say, mom, I think you love kids more than you love us. You spend more time in school than you do with us. And so for for me, it was an opportunity to reflect once again on my journey um, in becoming a mother. And I think it gave me a sense of peace that, okay, I can share this with my daughter. I can share this with my son and let them know how much I love them, how much I appreciate them. And once again, no matter what accolades I have received, no matter what accomplishments, um, how many degrees, motherhood is the best of all. Absolutely. I agree wholeheartedly. <laughs> and it's hard work sometimes, but it's okay. Um, because it really comes, you know, sometimes when they're younger, you're thinking, oh my goodness. But as they get older, you start to, you know, my best wow moments are when I've taught something or tried to instill something in my children. And now that they're grown, sometimes it just kind of comes back. Some, in something they say or something they do. And secretly I say, wow, they were listening to me. It didn't seem like it, but they were listening to me. Um, and then I'm just happy. They're like, what is she smiling about? I was like, you don't know. <laughs> Sometimes you're feeling like this is falling on deaf ears, but they really do. They want that structure and they hear you. They really do hear you. So before we go into letting everybody know how to reach out to you and Dr. Tashika, you're going to have a moment to share with us what is happening this weekend. We're going to do one more commercial show and then we're going to come back and find out how she is stretching this into the weekend and you all should not be missing what's going on so hold on and we'll do one more commercial 
Saving My Pockets was founded by Shereva Smith, where she tells you all the latest sales, all the greatest couponing tricks, hacks, and places to go to go find the half price items, buy two, get one free, even flash sales. You don't want to miss it. Even the biggest discounts out here on the streets. So make sure you join that Facebook group, Saving My Pockets. Welcome back. That's Shariva. She is a couponing queen. And one day I'm going to learn how to coupon. I need to learn too. <laughs> so yes, we are going to let y'all know when them classes are here because she knows her stuff. So before we leave, I want to first start off with everybody. We're going to end with you, Dr. Tashika, so you can tell us about this weekend. So we'll start with Tabika and tell us about how people can reach you, get in touch with you, because in a minute, they're going to need to get that book from you. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> true. Um, I can be reached um, on, uh, well, I'll give you my email address. It's beautifullycreatedb at gmail.com. And that's B-E-A-U-T-I-F-U-L-L-Y, the word created, and the letter B at gmail.com. Um, I'm also on Facebook under Tabika Henson Garns. And Instagram as Tabika. So Kenyatta, tell everybody how they can reach out to you. All right. I am on all social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, um, Instagram, LinkedIn, um, um, as Kenyatta Powers, um, except for um, Facebook, in which I am Kenyatta Powers-Rucker. Um, my email address, Kenyatta.powers. Um, and the number two at gmail.com. Uh, I also um, have a, um, a Facebook group for um, Taste of Technology, and that is a group that um, supports um, IT jobs and IT conferences and um, different opportunities in the IT field for um, young adults as well as adults. Love it. So, I'm, and I want to remind you all um, to please share your information on the Luncheon with Lisa page for those who want to you know, reach out to you because um, I love, you know, sharing your information and, and connecting people. Um, so, Sheila, I did want to mention Victoria Holland is watching. Thank you all so much, Karen, Sylvia, um, Victoria. Victoria said by three. So, everybody who's listening, I'm just throwing that out there. Don't start with one, start with three. Um, so, I wanted to make sure everybody out there got that. We're working with three. Don't start with one. Somebody else wants what you got. So, Sheila, tell us how we can get in touch with you. So I'm on Facebook, Sheila Gibson, and my web my website is http semicolon slash slash Sheila G is girl cornet c o r n e t t dot com. And also, I'm Sam's consultant. I am a Sam's consultant. Um, I do estate planning, so it's Sam's consulting. I'm sorry, Sam's consultant at gmail dot com. So I do estate planning, wills writing, consulting, um, anything that you need to know about how to plan your future. I'm the person. Wonderful. And Dr. Essie, tell everyone how they can get in touch with you. You can definitely visit my website at www.dressiespeaks.com. And it is all of my social media platforms along with my email address. Definitely check it out. 
Wonderful. It's been a pleasure. Now, Dr. Tashika, um, you also can tell people how to reach out to you, but tell us a little bit about what's going on this weekend. Yes. Yeah, so this weekend, I tried to post it. I made a mistake with the date, but this weekend we will be having the sixth annual Depressy Alpha Women of Virtue Walking in Excellence Virtual Celebration, Saturday, November 21st at 1 p.m. Uh, we will not be Facebook Live, we, so you have to register to um, join us at www.2eseasons.com. Uh, we have speakers. We have um, Coach Lisa Jones that will be with us. Um, Lady Nakia Wright of A Woman's Voice Matters and um, Evangelist Sarah Grace from The Grace Effect. And uh, she actually, I'm going to play a little clip um, um, tomorrow of her and how she closed us out last year, like she left us on the floor. And so I'm just going to let you know that she's coming from Alabama virtually. I'm excited about her. Uh, we have some breakout sessions. Um, True Wealth Starts in the Mind. Coach Lisa Jones will be facilitating that. Girl, get your mind right. That'll be facilitated by Natasha Reed. She's a clinical licensed um, therapist. And she also has a book called Girl, Get Your Mind Right. Um, your Body is the Temple by um, Coach Rosalind Laws, who is a um, health coach and an herbalist. And so she'll be there as well. I'm trying to remember everything. You know, you get past 40 something, you got little kids. Right. You guys were talking with your kids older. Well, let me just tell you, okay? <laughs> Yes, 23, um, 10, and 8. But it, oh, um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, your body is your temple. I'm living a balanced life. Evangelist Sarah Grace will do that breakout session. And uh, Marriage Built to Last by Cynthia Green, who um, who is a relationship coach. And of course, we have you, Lisa, who will be doing our um, roundtable with the yeah, author. Thank you. Excited comedian Tanya Lewis. Everybody should know comedian Tanya Lewis if you don't follow her. She is hilarious. And um, a, a psalmist, she actually just um, dropped her song during this pandemic called I Declare. Her name is Jocelyn okay. Ray, and um, she's phenomenal. And so I'm excited. We have, we'll have be celebrating all of the um, contributing authors. Um, um, we have um, Ellen, Ellen Bryan from WSA 9 News and Great Day Washington. We'll start off with our greeting. Um, Jennifer Jones, Dr. Jennifer Jones is our MC. Uh, we have a virtual photo booth. We have um, a virtual videos. We have, you name it, we have it. And we're going to start off with a pre-celebration at 1230 and then our celebration at one. And of course, we would definitely go, um, go if I wouldn't say this, that we would be honoring 14 women in my mother's name who have contributed to their community and then honoring the um, young lady who has um, been awarded the scholarship. So a long day, but a day that was intentionally planned for you so that you could walk in character, wisdom, courage, and strength. So join us, please join us. Yes, please register. I saw the list of honorees um, and dynamic group of women. Um, one of them, I was surprised because I didn't know the connection, um, but I, I, I'll explain it on Saturday, but I was just like, oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. um, oh yeah, I'm excited. Lisa is, I, I've known Lisa for a long time. Actually, me getting even started in um, launching my online magazine, Lisa was a, a huge part of that motivation. Um, Lisa, you talking about Lisa Jones? A lovely Lisa Jones. Um, so love her, love her. Yes. Love her, love her. It's been a long time. 
um, 2012, I think. So mm -hmm. I'm excited about Saturday. And I'm hoping that everybody tunes in. Michelle has tuned in. Say hello, Victoria. So thank everybody for tuning in. But Tashika, let everybody know where they can, um, you know, connect with you. Um, and then we'll, you know, say goodbye till next. No, not yes. next Thursday. <laughs> yes, on, on, on Saturday, because they're all going to go over and register now. So you can find That's me right. at TashikaGreen.com. That's where you can find me. And if you go there today, you will get a free gift. So um, go there, find out and uh, subscribe and you will get a free gift today. And I don't want to go, Lisa, without thanking um, the sponsors and donors and contributors because, um, you know, um, people just started to reach out and say, how can I help? And, you know, what do you need? And and that that shows a lot, you know, and I always mm -hmm. say, and my mother has already sown the seeds. I'm just reaping the benefits of her labor. And so I'm grateful Absolutely. for that and grateful to everyone here. And if I could just leave with some concluding remarks is that, again, I, when these ladies, um, you know, um, accepted this um, assignment, I kept reinforcing to them that it's not an opportunity. It's just it's an assignment. It's just what it's called. And, you know, Lisa, you have how many books, Lisa? Um, six I co-authored and then one of my own um, with two. Yeah. Okay, and Dr. Essie said about 14 she has, Topeka has yes. a couple, Sheila has a couple, and Kenyatta, we're letting you know now that you are not finished. Because That's right. Because God is going to keep trusting you with assignments <laughs> because you know how to handle them with excellence. And so, uh, again, we celebrate the first-time authors, and I celebrate everything that you guys are doing. God reminded me yesterday that the assignment is bigger than where you are. If you can just reach that one person, then you did what mm -hmm. God had said. So thank you again. I appreciate you. And thank you, Lisa, for having us here today. And we continue to pray that your platform will be used to elevate people and inspire them to greatness. Thank you so much. It has been my pleasure to have you ladies on. Um, and I'm hoping that we can bring you back because I know you all will be doing amazing things. So please stay connected. I want to remind everybody that Luncheon with Lisa actually comes on every Thursday, 7 to 8. We stream live on Facebook and YouTube. Um, and we're going into the new year. So like I said, this is the last Thursday before the first holiday of 2020. Um, and I know this is a rough time of year, but I wanted to actually just send my blessings out to to everyone to have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Um, even if it's your, we're home, we're, we have to stay with them, but we can still make it a good one. Um, it'll be one for the books for sure. Um, but we stay safe this year so that we can share with our families next year and the year after. So stay safe. Um, stay home if necessary, wear your mask, social distancing. I try not to, you know, get too much into that, but I really feel like I need to say that on the platforms I have to just remind people that it's so important that we stay safe and do the right thing because everything we do is about someone else. It's not about us. Um, so please enjoy your holiday from Luncheon with Lisa. And it's been a pleasure to share this with these ladies. And Saturday, I am looking forward to seeing you all again. So have a wonderful Thursday and I'll see you next time. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.